Caution. This podcast contains honest conversation, but some of the nature of the content may not be suitable for all ears. Listener discretion advised. Access more. Oh, wow, you're back. You showed up. <laughs> this is great. I'm Greg. This is Illuminated Soul. Every time I do an episode, it's like I'm hosting an open house and I'm just surprised anyone shows up at all. <laughs> so I'm believing you're listening to me right now. If you don't mind, we're going to dive right in. You've heard me say every so often that where there is a lack of definition, there is distortion. Today, I hope to decrease that distortion just a little bit and increase a little more understanding regarding depression. A number of studies reveal that depression is on the increase in the U.S. One article from CNBC stated that depression rates have tripled during the pandemic. Tripled. And it's on the increase as well around the world, according to the World Health Organization. It's a big topic, you know. There are many types of depression that one can experience. Depression ranges from mild temporary episodes of sadness to severe persistent depression. If you're new to this podcast, I think it helps you to know that from 98 to 2008, I was diagnosed with clinical depression, which is a more severe form of depression. It's also referred to as major depression or major depressive disorder. I dealt with it for 10 years. And just to be real with you, it got to the point where I abused alcohol for three of those years. I was on medication for six of those years, lithium, lamictal, Lexapro, Effexor. I was suicidal, self-harmed by cutting myself with a knife. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not exaggerating. There were times I thought I was literally losing my mind. Now, the good news is this. Thanks to the faith community I was a part of, thanks to Jesus, first and foremost, psychologists, psychiatrists, counselors, nutrition, exercise, a lot of education, natural supplements, and more, I came out the other side, and now I share with others what I've learned and continue to learn and try to put into practice. I'm not sharing out of mastery. I'm sharing out of need. In the very beginning of my healing journey, I was given a simple definition of depression that really opened the door a little wider for the light to get in. And I'm just hoping it will illuminate your soul as well. And if you don't deal with depression, then this might lend to you a bit of compassionate understanding for those who do. So you ready? Here's one simple definition of depression that, that really helped me. Depression is anger turned inward. Sigmund Freud introduced this idea that anger or unprocessed anger turned inward is a root cause of depression. JAMA Psychiatry did a study in 2013 which looked at more than 500 people who had been diagnosed with major depression. Check this out. It found that more than half showed overt irritability and anger, and that this anger and irritability appeared to be associated with more severe chronic depression. I find that relationship intriguing, don't you? And let's get real. Some of us have been taught that we are not allowed to express anger. Can you relate to that? Anger is bad, sinful, or even unchristlike. to which I say, that's ridiculous. When Jesus healed on the Sabbath and the Pharisees were only concerned about him breaking the Sabbath and completely blinded to the preeminence of healing, compassion, and love, Jesus' response was wonderfully real and human. We read in Mark 3, 5, he looked around at them, at the Pharisees, in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts. And then he went on to heal the man. And of course, we can't forget the time Jesus chased everyone out of the temple courts, whip in hand, turning over tables. Do you think he was angry while doing that? Of course he was. His disciples recalled 
that zeal for God's house will consume him. The root word for zeal in the Greek literally means hot enough to boil and is metaphorically used of burning anger or love. So anger in and of itself is not sin. It's not bad. Be angry. There, you have permission. Be angry, yet don't sin, wrote Paul in Ephesians 4.26. Go ahead. Be angry. The Good News translation is wonderfully clear. If you become angry, do not let your anger lead you into sin, and do not stay angry all day. What's the other scripture? Is it James? Uh, Be quick to listen, uh, slow to anger. Yeah. Foundationally, there are two types of anger, adaptive anger and maladaptive anger. Dr. Lisa Firestone, Director of Research and Education for the Glendon Association, and Dr. Les Greenberg, the founder of Emotionally Focused Therapy, state that adaptive anger is an adaptive response when it motivates you to assertive action to end a violation. With adaptive anger, we can feel a relieving of a heavy burden, lightening us emotionally and contributing to our taking constructive action. So in simplicity, that's a good anger, expressed anger, adaptive anger. I I remember many years ago during my depression years, I finally expressed my anger to my boss about what I perceived to be his abusive treatment towards me. And it was scary to do so, but once I did, the relief was tangible. It was incredible. I felt a greater sense of peace of mind, for I felt at least I felt I had been seen and heard. That which was in the darkness was finally communicated, brought out into the, into the light, and, and our working relationship eventually improved. It was great, but before I did that, I had years of maladaptive anger. I kept it all inside. Maladaptive anger, according to Firestone and Greenberg, affects us negatively, dragging us down and deeper into a state of anxiety or depression. It can contribute to feeling victimized, sulky, or stuck in a feeling of being wronged. Wow, all of that totally describes how I felt and acted when I was in clinical depression. They go on to say, this anger turned inward can include feeling overly critical toward ourselves, hating ourselves, or seeing ourselves as powerless, pathetic, or helpless. Often our critical inner voice is at the root of maladaptive anger, driving us to remain in a state of frustration and suffering. How does that stick with you? That's the kicker, isn't it? Our critical inner voice is at the root of maladaptive anger, at the root of anger turned inwards and even a possible root of depression. I know it was for me, an inner voice that ridiculed me, demeaned me, belittled me, hated me, and more. And (laughs) I discovered that I became an amazing ventriloquist. What I mean is I could throw my own voice, my own critical inner voice, and end up believing that others were saying what I was internally saying to myself. I believed they hated me. They ridiculed me. They thought I was worthless and of no good. I even had God saying horrible things about me and my existence. I believe he barely tolerated me. That reminds me, uh, there's this episode I have, episode number 46, entitled, We Project What We Perceive. Check it out when you can. But here's the deal. Who wouldn't be angry and depressed if the world, yourself, and even God was against you? Even if only in your imagination and emotional reasoning. I mean, God is obviously not against you, you know. He's, he's for you. He's not against you. He will never leave you or forsake you. But boy, we can feel differently, right? Well, yeah, that's a recipe for depression as far as I'm concerned. 
So, and it's a recipe for anger. Having said that, a helpful question to ask when you perceive a pattern of depression starting to take shape in your life, or even a loved one's and you have that trusted relationship to go there, we can ask, who am I angry with? Do an honest self-examination. It's a simple first step. It's not the only step by any means, but it's a simple first step because it's been said that there are four kinds of basic emotions, happiness, sadness, fear, anger. So, uh, <laughs> kind of joking a little, but I, I figure I've got a 25% chance that what I'm feeling at any given moment could be anger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Among many other things. I mean, just this morning I woke up angry. Seriously, I was angry at myself for something I did uh, just yesterday that I, that I regret. I'm like, man, why did you do that? And just to be real, I woke up this morning, I'm like, you idiot. I was calling myself names. God wasn't calling me names. No one else was calling. It was just me, this inner critic, right? And I was angry. Now, fortunately, I've learned enough. I, I just processed it in prayer, welcomed God's new mercies for me, exchanged the lie for the truth. That's a really helpful question. Who am I angry with? For me, I was angry at God, my employer, myself, and other significant people in my life, past and present. And with the help of counselors and trusted friends, I was able to process my anger by first admitting I was angry. Acknowledgement is key, right? Authenticity, vulnerability, just admit it. And then I finally felt safe enough to express it. You mean I can? Be angry, not like I literally get to emote it, express it. There was a lot of forgiveness I got to walk through, a lot of lies I had to admit, truth I needed to embrace. And yeah, it's true that sometimes depression can be the cause of anger. You know, that makes sense. I was so angry and frustrated at my depression. Have you ever been angry over why you're feeling the way you are? <laughs> you know, it made no sense to me or my wife and many others for that matter. My life on the outside was great, but I couldn't understand why my inner world was a dark hell that was getting darker and darker and having horrible effects. So I was dealing with a lot of stuff and overcoming depression is a journey of moment by moment victories, no matter how small they, they may appear to be. One of those little victories for me was accepting the reality that I was angry. And maybe that might be the case for you. I had befriended maladaptive anger, and it was eating me alive. And I share this with you as something to consider if you or someone you know is battling depression. And of course, please seek professional care, just like I did. Let's wrap this up with some beautiful wisdom from philosophical essayist C. Joy Bell C. She writes, Anger is like flowing water. There's nothing wrong with it, as long as you let it flow. On flowing water travels little paper boats, paper boats of forgiveness. Allow yourself to feel anger. Allow your waters to flow, along with all the paper boats of forgiveness. Be human. Thanks for letting me hang out with you. Reach out to me anytime, Facebook, Instagram illuminated soul contact at gmail.com and so many new faith-based podcasts being added to access more all the time it seems so uh, check it out accessmore.com more.com